Hi there, and welcome to the Pondering Stepmom Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and thank you for joining me today. So today I'm going to be discussing the subject of teenage stepkids. Um, I've done a couple of other episodes on this topic back in season three, I think. Um, But I'd like to revisit it again, not only for some of my newer listeners, but also because I know that this is a hot topic for many stepmoms. Raising teenagers can be scary and confusing when they're biologically yours, uh, much less a stepchild of yours. And for many stepmoms, this season in particular of step parenting can be the most lonely and isolating of them all, I think. Um, So it's good to have a tribe, even if it's just an online tribe, to be able to refer to in these times, even if it's just for comfort and reassurance, um, to know that you're not alone. Um, And this is why I am doing this podcast. So let's get right to it. Um, the topic that I posted was, if you're a stepmom helping to raise teenagers, how is that going? Do you have any advice for other stepmoms? Okay, so I'm going to start with an anonymous comment I received from a stepmom who said, as a stepmom, I have a better relationship with the child than his own mom. I listen and treat him as if he matters. I don't yell, and I definitely don't ever degrade him. We learn together, and it works for us. My problem is I butt heads with the mom because of how she is with him, and I won't allow the negativity, screaming, and demeaning attitude she has with him. He tells all his friends I'm a better mom. My advice is to treat them the way you would have wanted to be treated as a teenager. Listen to them. Give advice, and when they make a mistake, talk about it, instead of yelling and belittling them. Thank you very much for that comment. Um, I think this is excellent advice, and it sounds like the stepmom is trying her very best to be a positive influence on her teenager. And yes, being a teenager is hard. We've all been one. And I know that in those hardest moments that I have had so far, step parenting a teenager, I really sometimes have to dig back into the past and remember what it was like to be a teenager and how I felt, you know, being a teenager. And then I'm able to sort of grasp onto some empathy when really all I want to do is just scream sometimes. So, I mean, compassion and empathy are really great tools to have when you're parenting teens. Honestly, whether you're a bio parent or a step parent. And of course, it's also important to have a line of respect and decency too. Nobody wants to feel like a doormat. And obviously everyone has their own emotional limits of how much drama they can handle with a teenager. Um, most teenagers do come with drama. It's the nature of growing up. You know, sometimes the teens in our lives are aware enough to notice when a step parent is really stepping up in a positive way 
and recognize that um, as this, obviously the stepmom's teen is, and they're able to appreciate it and appreciate all the influence and effort that she's putting in. However, not all teens do this. And I know there are stepmoms out there who feel as though they're simply never appreciated. Okay, so that said, let's move on to another comment. Um, I'm going to go to the Pondering Nook's Instagram page and start with a comment from Marielle. Thank you, Marielle. She said, define raising. Do I have a teenage stepkid that is with us sometimes? Yes. Has Biomom told me I'm not allowed to parent that kid? Yes. So my role is limited. I barely tell him to bring his laundry down, let alone anything else. I guess what I do is supervise rather than raise. Okay, yes, thanks, Marielle. And unfortunately, many stepmoms feel just like her in the way that they see themselves as a virtual ghost in their stepteens' lives as far as any kind of interaction or actual hands-on parenting. And it certainly doesn't help if a bio mom is trying to limit a stepmom's involvement or interfere with it in any way. Um, yeah, this situation can feel weird and isolating, like there's a stranger in your house for some of the time. Um, and whenever a stepmom feels like nothing more than a babysitter or a supervisor in her own home who has no say in the things that are playing out, it's definitely demoralizing. There is no doubt about it. And I think as far as what defines raising a child, there are stepmoms who are super involved in their stepchildren's lives, and they do things like shuttle them around to school and to sports, and they cook for them, they clean for them, and integrate them into most aspects of their home and their lives. And then there are stepmoms who are barely involved, sometimes for reasons beyond their control and sometimes by choice. Um, and they're on the sidelines watching. And maybe you're not actively involved in the day-to-day -day aspects of this child or children's lives, but you still exist. You still live in the home that you live in, and you will still influence certain parts of the blended family dynamic as a whole. And you still deserve to be treated like a human being and with respect by all involved. Okay, uh, also got a short little comment here from Jessica who literally just said, get some thick skin. <laughs> yes, well, isn't this the truth? Kids and teens especially can be certainly uh, cruel and a thick skin does help. Um, teenagers can be emotional, they can be argumentative and dramatic, and sometimes the stress of living within a blended family can be tough on a teenager. Um, there's some teens out there who don't have a biological parent in the picture like they wish they did. Some teens hate going back and forth between two homes. Uh, some like one home better than the other home because there are fewer rules and restrictions. And some teens are just, you know, struggling with teenage issues in general, with friendships, you know, dating, mental, emotional health, um, 
And as step parents, we often take the brunt of the damage during these hard phases. You know, whether it's a teen lashing out verbally, not listening, being disrespectful in one way or another, or just completely shutting us out. You know, helping to raise a teenager in any way for any amount of time can be painful and feelings will be hurt. So yes, learning how to deflect hurtful words or actions and developing a thick skin as a step parent can be one of the most challenging times to go through. Um, But yeah, so let's move on to some anonymous comments that I received on the Pondering Nooks Instagram in regards to raising a teenager. Okay, the first one I'm going to read says, the teen years are rough. My stepdaughter just turned 13 and I am struggling hard. I understand the attitude and her need for independence. I am fully aware of her need to push boundaries and test our limits. Where I struggle is with the fact that Biomom gets none of this at all. Stepdaughter fears her and lives to please her. She has been ignored by Biomom until recently. Biomom is showing some interest in her, but nothing that resembles parenting. I have been stepdaughter's primary parent for six years. Biomom is all of a sudden acting like her bestie. I get all of the attitude and resistance. In truth, stepdaughter is treating me like a mom, but it sucks and it's hard. Ah, yes. So I have been here. Thank you for this comment. And this goes back to what I said about step-parents often getting the brunt of those yucky, icky parenting bits. And in this situation, it seems like the stepmom has been more of a full-time primary step-parent and is dealing with all of the hard parts of parenting, while it seems as though the bio-mom has not been as involved. Um, it also sounds like the stepchild gravitates more towards the stepmom because she's perhaps easier to talk to from what she said. Although sometimes in these situations, in my own experience, when a stepchild gets older and becomes a teenager, many bio parents who weren't involved in their lives when they were younger seem to want to just jump back in and have a closer relationship with them when they're older. And I'm not sure if this is because perhaps some people just have an easier time relating to older children, or maybe it's easier for them in some way. Um, But this can be devastatingly hard for a stepmom who has done most of the work in raising a child only to have to watch a previously absent bio mom jump right back in and try to reclaim that bond and relationship. Um... However, I mean, if this is what the child wants, it is important to allow them to explore it. And in my personal experience, allowing the child or teenager to get to know their bio mom, even if she was absent for some time, is not always a bad thing. In fact, it allows them the freedom to realize what kind of person their bio parent is. And it gives them the chance to make up their own mind about the character of that person on their own, rather than having others tell them about it. 
And so I think it can be a good thing, of course, as long as the environment um, that they're hanging out in with that bio mom, bio parent is safe. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I also got a message from another stepmom who said that having a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old, two stepsons, is not for the faint-hearted. She says, especially when you parallel parent and we are the household that creates the structure and the boundaries. Yes, absolutely. And by the time the kids are teenagers, they also know how to manipulate situations. And this can be especially hard when you're trying to navigate the rules and boundaries between two homes with completely different structures and expectations. Um, I mean, kids can tell when both homes aren't on the same page, and they will use that to their advantage if they so desire. It's the nature of the beast. And I think this is why it's so important to make rules and boundaries really clear, even if that means that your house is, quote unquote, the strict house or the household that's not as fun. Okay, here is a comment from another stepmom who says, ooh, this is a long one. She says, I am a 31-year-old stepmom engaged to my fiancé who has a stepdaughter who is 11. And he has had full custody since December 2020 because high-conflict bio mom is a disaster. His stepdaughter is only 11, but I can sense that the teenage years are going to be tough. Her dad slash my fiance does his best and I do my best to guide him and direct him on what's appropriate for my stepdaughter to be doing, not doing, manners, etc. He's only been a full-time dad for a little over a year now. I definitely help him raise her because the way she was raised up to this point by high conflict bio mom who still creates havoc on a daily basis, especially if I get directly involved. Um, high conflict bio mom taught her to be arrogant, disrespectful, deceitful, and rude to both her dad and to me, which is an uphill battle. We are also constantly working on the whole theory of it's not only what you say, it's how you say it. Yes, having a high conflict bio mom can be super difficult, as many stepmoms know, um, especially if you don't share the same values or expectations on how behavior should be. Um, thank you for this comment, by the way. Um, yeah, when there's no agreement just on basic manners, and behavior, just to start out with, it can definitely be an uphill battle, as she says. But it sounds like the stepmom is ready for the challenge and wants to help her partner. And hopefully her partner is on board. Um, and they're on the same page with all the challenges that are going to lie ahead through the teenage years. Um, I think catching and correcting uh, types of bad behavior by age 11 before the teen years begin um, could be a good idea as well. And I certainly wish the stepmom the best. 
Uh, you know, parenting is not easy, whether it's a biological child or a stepchild. And the teen years can be tumultuous and frightening for both parents and teenagers. So I think that at the end of the day, my personal advice to any stepmoms out there is, you know, remember what your teen years were like. Were they smooth and easy or emotional and dramatic? I think that trying to apply the right amount of empathy along with the right amount of structure for your stepteen can feel like walking in a minefield sometimes. And my advice is just learning how to pick which battles are really necessary to fight and also try and be sympathetic while also not allowing yourself to be guilted or manipulated. I am reminded every day, parenting a teenager, that they often think and react purely with emotion. And if I, as the adult, am also reacting only with emotion, it creates more chaos. Um, as much as it, it's so easy to get triggered by the things teenagers can say sometimes, I really try to be level-headed, calm, um, I've taken to trying to wait to answer questions or comments on things until I've had some time to, you know, think them through a little bit, even if it's just a few minutes, or I'll just like go to the bathroom and mull it over and come back and continue the conversation before I just react in an emotional way to something uh, dramatic that my teen has possibly said. Um... I mean, most teenagers are smart people, but they often lack the life experience to know how to make decisions and choices for themselves while understanding the consequences of those decisions and choices. I mean, that's just part of being a teenager. And I think that all we can really do is try our best to guide them, listen to them, and also try to set an example to them of how to be a respectful, thoughtful, and compassionate human being. And that is a job in itself because it's not always easy to be that good human being when you're caught up in a bunch of chaos and strife. So yeah, that's obviously the stepmom challenge right there. So that is it for now. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. Thank you to all the stepmoms who gave me their amazing feedback. And I will be back next week with a special episode for Mother's Day. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are. And, of course, you can find me over at theponderingnook.com. And I also have a bunch of stepmom articles over at iStepmother on Medium. So, until then, uh, have a great, you know... Just keep your chin up and keep trying. And if you need to lock yourself in the bathroom and take some breaths, you know, do that. Or lock yourself in the bedroom, just do that. Or lock yourself in the closet, just do that. I've done it. It's okay. Don't feel shame about it. <laughs> and I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.